Okay, rapid review for the week to May 12th. Not a fabulously busy week, only 83 data points, but they generated 10 surprises, but 17 shocks. Now, those shocks were enough to push the Cold Water Global Shocks and Surprises Index into negative territory for the first time since February. The worst news came out of the US, and there are two things we need to look at. First, late yesterday, that's Friday, we got April's bank credit numbers, which were pretty scary. Total credit was still up 2.5% year-on-year, but the 0.6% month-on-month contraction was 4.4 standard deviations. Yes, 4.4 standard deviations below historic seasonal trends. Banks are still dumping securities as fast as they can, down 9.9%, but they still account for over 30% of total credit. They literally can't get rid of them fast enough. Loans are still growing, 9% year-on-year and up 2.2% month-on-month, but I doubt this can last. That doubt is shared with American consumers and investors. The May Consumer Sentiment Index dropped 5.8 points, with the outlook down 11.7% to the worst since July 2022. But look more closely and you find 12-month economic expectations dropped 23% month-on-month and long-term expectations dropped 16%. These are really quite shattering numbers. Then there's the IBD-TIPP survey of economic optimism and that dropped 12.2% to 41.6%. Now that's the 21st consecutive sub-50 result and the worst since November 2022. I put in a bit of effort on inflation this week and came to a couple of conclusions. First, that although we've got used to falling year-on-year comparisons, for the US, the test would really come in July when the basis of comparison turned much less friendly. The best we can expect from pretty much any extrapolation of trends is stabilization at around 4%. But most trajectories based on extrapolation of trends paint to a reacceleration to 5% plus towards the end of the year. To get inflation back below 4% will at this point take a complete shattering of trend. And that, of course, may be exactly what happens given the collapse in US money and credit data. Much the same applies to my global CPI index. We'll head into stabilization at around 35 to 4.5% levels in mid-year. But from there, well, you'd expect inflation to start rising again unless trends are completely shattered, which they might be. I want to leave you with some positive comment, and to my absolutely enormous surprise, it comes from the UK, where I did the sums for Kalecki profits for the 12 months to March, and found profits were up up 15.2% quarter-on-quarter and up 29.3% year-on-year to a record high. As a percentage of GDP, profits are now back to almost pre-COVID normality. It seems bizarre and counterintuitive until you reckon on an expanding budget deficit, positive for profits, a falling trade deficit, positive for profits, and modest positive contributions from net investment and household savings. I have to say, I had no inkling or expectation of this result, but it does place the UK in a far better cyclical position than I'd previously thought. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening and good luck in the coming week.